This is Lionel Altuary, head concierge and manager for Hotel Daydream, and you're listening to the Morbid Forest. spider would like fetch so much. What's that? You do it for me. How so? You really remember that story about my old pet? Mm. (laughs) Do you remember in the old days? We played nearly every single day. It really settled me here. Keeps me connected to my human nature. (laughs) You really are such a good boy. I woke up today before the buzzing went off. That's okay. Adam likes to sleep in for exactly three buzzes. Not one, not two, but a whole three. He's groggy today, probably because he left me home all night. When he finally came home, he smelled like someone's piss and stale wheat. Even though he tried to coax me into the bedroom, I slept on the couch because the wretched smell burned my nose. Normally, I like how he smells, like the woods he takes me to sometimes mixed with oranges. It's a nice smell. Adam's alarm beeps for the fourth time, but he doesn't move. The sound tickles my ears uncomfortably, so I decide to nudge him awake. Mm, all right, all right, I'm up, I'm up. Adam rolls to his back and huffs. His lids are heavy and he still smells sour, but that's okay. It's not as bad as last night. I hop on the bed and snuggle closer to him. His hands immediately run over the top of my head, making my own eyes droop close. I know he's going to leave soon, but for now, I'll take what attention I can get. Adam's mood hasn't improved. He slept in and banged around the apartment, claiming he was going to be late. I hid behind the couch. All the loud barks and bangs he was making made my legs shake and my ears hurt. Normally, we have time for a nice run through the park together, but not today. Maybe he'll have more time when he comes home. I spend the day laying on the couch or in his spot on the bed. I have to admit, I was still angry about not going for a run. That's our time. 
How could he just forget about it? So I took his favorite shoes to the bathroom and left them in there along with a little surprise. Honey, I'm home. Adam's voice ping-pongs off the walls. The sound springing my legs into action to greet him. There you are. Did you have a good day, huh? You ready to go for a run? Man, I could really use one after the day I had. Need to clear my head. Adam ruffles my hair before placing his keys and wallet on the entryway table. I follow him as he strips off his work clothes, replacing them with what he calls running gear. I don't understand why he needs such elaborate things for running. I've seen him do it a lot more than make him huff and puff when he's naked, so I'm not sure why he feels the need to wear clothes. I've seen plenty of people wear less when we run, but what do I know? Hey! Uh Uh-oh. Adam stomps from the bathroom, his favorite shoes held as far away from his body as he can get them. Uh, Did you do this to my shoes? Seriously, Brody? I back away slowly from the anger in his eyes, my head cast to the floor. They fucking reek. They're completely trashed. Thanks a lot for that. I dart into the hallway as Adam stomps after me to the kitchen. I know it's not your fault, but damn. Adam throws the shoes in the bin, then turns to me, an apology written all over my face. He sighs before giving me a pat. (sighs) Come on. Let's go before it gets dark. I'm in better spirits as we round the stairs to our home. Adam is lagging behind me, but he's usually pretty spent after our runs. He was slower than normal, but that's okay because I kept him moving the whole time. I wait patiently at the door as Adam searches for his key. His face is scrunched up a little funny, and he keeps rolling his left shoulder. We step into the house, my stomach rumbling, and I bound to the kitchen ready for dinner. Adam stumbles into the apartment, his hand barely able to turn the lock on the front door. His hand grabs his chest as a concerned whine passes my lips. Damn, I think, I think. uh... Adam's words trail off as I watch him fall to his knees and then his face collides with the floor. I rush over and nudge his arm. Maybe it's a game. He does like to play around a lot. I nudge him again, this time a little harder, even jumping on his back. Nothing. I pace the house, unsure of what to do. The light from the window fades into blackness, and Adam still hasn't moved. I lie on the floor next to him, waiting patiently. It has to be a game. Any minute now, he'll pop up, scream, and chase me around the room. Any minute now. I've waited far too many minutes. So many that the sun came and went twice. The water dried up last night, so I've resorted to drinking from the toilet bowl. I ample in front of Adam's cold form. I've done everything I could think of. I sat on him, tried to roll him over, gave him my warmth, and brought him some of his favorite things. But nothing. I've started sleeping on the couch, keeping Adam in eyeline in case he moves. If this is a game, it's the longest one we've played yet. 
My stomach gurgles and spasms as I lay next to the front door. I went through every cabinet I could reach, but there was no food in any. I resorted to screaming through the night, hoping someone would hear me. Claw marks track along the front door, reminding me of my failed escape attempt. I need to get out of here. I need food. A long sigh passes my lips. In that moment, from one breath to the next, a scent wafts into my nose. Alluring, tangy, sweet, and meaty. My nose tastes the air, watering my tongue, lifting my tired limbs from the floor. Just a taste. Just one nibble. Maybe then, the game will be over. And you said there was a smell coming from the apartment? When was the last time you've seen or heard from Mr. Erickson? Yes, yes, the most foul smell coming from there. I don't keep close tabs on my tenants, so I can't quite recall when I saw him last. But always on time with his rent, so it was odd when the first rolled around and there wasn't a peep. Mr. Erickson? Hello? Ma'am, please, if you will step aside. Mr. Erickson? Clock County PD, Mr. Erickson. Are you present? Oh, my, my, is that, is Ma'am, that? Ma'am, please exit the building. This is now an active crime scene. This is Officer Stevens. We've got a 1054 at the Sun Valley Apartments. Dear Jesus, I think these, I think these are teeth marks. Fucking tore the eyes right out of their sockets. Does Mr. Erickson have a dog, ma'am? Yes, a, a sweet golden retriever. He's he's such a good boy. Oh God, is that? Uh, Holy is shit! Is that a leg in his mouth? Officer Stevens, over. Go ahead. Victim found unresponsive. Unresponsive? His dog fucking ate him. Oh fuck! I think I'm gonna be sick. But he, but he, he was such a good boy. This has been a Morbid Forest production. And on this week's episode, you've heard Good Boy, written by Naomi Richards, with narration by Sean Conkling Mathot, Matthew Trevino, Sean Moreau, Jordan Hollingsworth, and Ron Hyatt. Our theme music this season is Far I Had Died Long Ago Inside This Place by Valentine Wolf. Interested in more morsels of the forest? Then check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash themorbidforest and become a faithful traveler of the forest. As a faithful traveler, you'll receive exclusive access to our early release episodes as well as a bonus series and deals on merch for only $3 a month. That's patreon.com slash themorbidforest. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or X, threads, and on Discord to stay up to date on all the happenings within the Morbid Forest. Want to write us a little love letter or want to hear your story on a following season? Then write us at themorbidforest at gmail.com. And as always, thank you so very much for listening to us. And we'll see you next week, travelers, on The Morbid Forest.